You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous or me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't uh, subscribed to the show, subscribe to the show. If you could write a review, write a review or rate the show a five star. <laughs> give a rating, a review. Uh, if you want to be on the show, this is call an advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. If you have a problem or a secret life that you want to discuss, you could either send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. There's a Reddit page that I always forget to advertise. I need to put it on my website and all over the place because these guys that were on my show set it up and it's a place where people could go and talk to other people about the topics. And a lot of times, because I've just looked on there the other day, uh, guests who just spoke will actually talk back to you. So if you want to ask someone that I just had on the show some questions, you can do that because they typically go there to sort of check out the action or what people are saying about the show. So you could check out that Reddit page. It's like Strictly Anonymous Podcast Reddit. Google that shit and you'll find it. It's, uh, um, I think it's Talk Strictly Anonymous or something. <laughs> Kathy K. I don't know. You'll find it. I'm going to put it in this description today. Um, so you could go there. Uh, today I'm on a guy named Eric. Eric is uh, a guy who wrote in and said that he likes to blow guys. I thought it was like a secret life blowing guys things, but it turns out like his wife kind of knows. And to get the exact sort of situation that they have, you got to listen to the whole thing. And that's what's so interesting about doing my show. Like I could talk to a million people and it might sound like the topic is the same, like, oh, there's another guy that blows someone and maybe he has an open relationship. But it's so different because it's specific, right? Because like their arrangement between him and his wife is very different than any other arrangement I've ever heard about. Um, so we talk all about his first hookups with guys, what he likes to do with guys. We talk about whether he thinks he's bisexual or not, considering what he does with guys. I have that conversation with him, which I've had with other guys. Uh, and we also talk about some stuff that him and his wife got into some kinky stuff that him and his wife got into that also led to like a major threesome he had with another guy and, a tantric masseuse <laughs> that's the story we build up to but we also argue a couple of times in this podcast and I was curious like what the arguing was all about like I, I, after the fact because I was like maybe I was just PMSing and was just being rude or I don't know and I think it's and or maybe he was just being defensive because that's what I call him out on I think it's a little of both. I think there's a couple times where he just gets defensive. And I think when he listens back, he'll see that he was totally wrong. And then there's one time where I felt like I was a little rude and I was like, oh, maybe I was PMSing. <laughs> I don't know. But you're going to have to listen to all that, too. I think that, that you'll find that interesting as well, besides his story and the shit that he does. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Eric. Do you have a story? lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show 
Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Eric. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I wasn't stuck in traffic before. Whenever I'm driving in traffic, I make phone calls. And I was talking to a friend and he was like, oh, you have any good podcasts lately? And I'm like, you know, it's the same old thing. I have like, a, like, you just take your pick. Like every fucking episode is great, right? But I'm like, the two things I've learned that are the most common things through doing my show, which I never knew before, was that one, so many guys are blowing guys behind their wives' back. And two, like so many couples are fucking other people like together, you know? <laughs> like, And it just makes uh-huh. me look at people so different, right? But it's like a very common thing. And you fall into that first category, right? You're a guy who has a secret life, right? Or like you're in your regular life, you're married, you're a heterosexual guy, but in your secret life, you're totally bisexual, right? Would you say that? Correct. I, I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I've had guys on here that have a dicks in their ass and they don't think that they're bi. Like, you know what I mean, everyone thinks, you know, <laughs> everyone, I mean, I don't know. But So, okay, so you know, like, you're bi. And, like, you said in the email to me, because you gave me a little backstory that, like, you were thinking of, got, like, sucking dicks since you were, like, really little. Like, it was something that you knew early on that it was something that you were into. And eventually, when you were pretty young, like, you were still in your early 20s, right, that you had your first guy-on-guy experience. Is that correct, right? Correct, yes. So why don't we start there? Because I know that, like, and then what happened, you had a couple sort of, I'll give the gist of it, and then you'll get into the details, right? Then you had a sort, like, a couple hookups, right, with guys, and I'm assuming, and we'll talk about it, that it was, like, really great. But you got married, and it got busy with that, and you didn't have any guy-on-guy action for a while. And then you recently started up a couple years ago and have some, like, crazy stories there, right? So how did it start that, like, so when was your first memory that you realized that, like, you were into guys, like, do you remember that? Like, how young you were? Just not that it matters, but okay. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm into guys as much as I enjoy penis. Well, come you know on. See, I mean? this is like where. It's, okay, it's, I'm it's, sorry. Okay, I have to just. Yeah, I know. But I have to speak for much. everybody. No speak. desire to have a relationship with a man. I know. I, I can. I you know I can judge if a man is attractive or not, but there's no desire to be with the man physically. You know, the only part of them that I'm into is genitals. Right. Okay. Right. So, but if like, that's the only real part that has to do with like sex, right? Like it's not Correct. like, right. If you were like a bisexual girl, you, the girl would be saying like, I'm just into the tits and her, you know, vagina. Like that's it. Right. But like, I, you know, when I say, and I've had this conversation a million times, right? I say this all the mm-hmm. time, and people are going to hear me reiterating it, but, like, I think, and it's it's so interesting, like, so many guys, like, have this weird sort of thing with it, and if I was a gay guy, I'd find it insulting, because I feel like so many bi guys are so afraid that being into guys or someone saying that or them thinking that, that like, means that they're gay, as if being gay is, like, so bad, and first of all, it doesn't mean that you're gay, I'm not saying, but when I say you're into guys, I mean you're into guys just sexually, like, you are, like, that's a, 
that's for real, right? Like, yes, I don't, I don't think that that means just because you like to suck dick does not mean you want to be in a relationship with a guy. It does not mean you're holding hands with him at the movie or you want to be romantically involved. Just like it doesn't mean like the girl who's bi wants to do the same thing. Bisexual and homosexual are two very different things. But wouldn't you consider yourself bi? No, and just not that I want to spend the hour debating this. No, but we'll but debate it because I happen to be. A, yeah. <laughs> but if there just happened to be a transsexual woman who happens to have a penis, mm-hmm. I'd be with the woman, but I wouldn't have the desire to have the relationship with the man because the penis is now provided to me. I don't get that. You know what you, I mean? No, no, not really. Explain it again so I could like really grasp it. Say that again. So you got a uh, transgender so, man. What was he before? He's just like a woman that has a dick or a guy a, that turned a into a woman. Okay. Okay. A man who has turned into a woman. Yeah. Okay. Looks like a woman has the breast implants and whatnot. We're yeah. in a relationship. On the surface, it looks as if I'm with a woman. Yeah. Reality being under the pants, they have a penis. Mm-hmm. My desire to go and find a man is now nullified because I'm satisfied at home with the penis that's provided by the woman who just so happens to have one. Right. Right. But you're not so missing case, her pussy. Be... Right. But in that case, no, you're bi. In that, case, in that mean, case, you're bi. You got the both best of both worlds. You got the I'm woman and the I'm not challenging the fact that I'm bi. Right. That's all oh, I said. Admit... That's all I said. I said, so no, you no, say you're you bi. You're like, so no. No, no, I would identify as bisexual, yeah. absolutely. But yeah. I have no, I don't find men attractive. I have no desire to be in a relationship with someone That's who exactly identifies as That's exactly what I just man. said. Wait till you listen back to I'm this. I'm just looking for the dick. Yeah, wait till you listen Anyways. back to this. You're going to realize <laughs> that you didn't hear a word I said because like I, that's exactly what I said. You, I do not think it has, just because you want to suck a dick has nothing to do with being in a relationship. They are completely different things. And I said, so do you, I just think you're bisexual. Then you said no. But let's, I don't want to get in an no, argument. No. Like I want to okay. hear your Anyways. good stories. But I just find let's it fascinating. On, on one day I am going to have a psychologist on so we could discuss why. I Listen, you're not the first person, okay, that has gone down. On this long-winded path with me it, it yeah, literally i have to say I'd be into listening to it you should listen to all the ones of the guys that like to suck dick they're all like you it's all it's the same thing and then you'll hear my same rap in every and it's like this that's just why i bring it up because it i find it like i like i said and you'll have to listen to this back right to follow it better i think um and you'll hear yeah, more all i'm saying is I'm i know you're not for, gay for I know, but you're bi. That's, that's all I was that's saying. The number one, yeah, but that's the number one part of, of my issues. So Right. I don't even think there's an issue. At, there's no issue. So back on track. No, my issue is myself. So back, the initial email I sent you, you know, and the backstory, of course, is I listen to the podcast. The ones that interest me, you know, some of them aren't for everyone, so you could understand that. But I'm always trying to find one with someone who's like me. Yeah, those are the ones I discussed this shit. find anything like it. Okay. Yeah. So my situation, as I said, always been interested in uh, in blowing someone, you know, ever since maybe early teens, it's mm-hmm. been something never had the desire to act on it. Mm-hmm. You know, late teens, early 20s, you start having the girlfriends, you start exploring sexually and so on. Right. Then you figure, fuck it, you only live once, right? Mm-hmm. We got to do everything that we want to do. Yeah. So I'd say early 20s, met someone on, uh, you know, maybe... Going back even further, maybe early, sorry, late teens, early 20s, I'd start looking around on Craigslist, you know, reading the ads, seeing that there's other people who are like that 
Right. After a few years, muster up the nerve to email someone, arrange a, a meetup. And I was, you know, obviously very clear, first timer, <laughs> looking to see where things go, wanted to keep it at just jerking someone off. Went to the gentleman's place and, you know, he's raring to go, mm-hmm. you know, already pantless, hard on and so on. <laughs> right. The whole event lasted all of maybe four seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it, it was barely worth my time showing up. So the first experience, it leaves a, a poor taste in your mouth. Right. For you. you know, so yeah. It, yeah, exactly. So, you know, another couple of months go by, maybe maybe a year at the most finally make arrangements to meet up with uh with someone once again found on craigslist they posted an ad i think two months prior to them coming to uh to town on business mm-hmm. so that was perfect you know my fears have always been i'm gonna know this person i'm gonna run into them on the streets afterwards we're gonna have mutual friends you know maybe professionally we would cross paths i have such that fear of running into the person mm-hmm. and the fact that this individual was coming in from out of town was fantastic right totally. you know that, that number one fear is gone yeah you know, so that you could just have hosting. fun <laughs> without worrying at all absolutely yeah you head over to the hotel you know you have a good time mm-hmm. so same deal went over to uh to the hotel maybe spoke 30 seconds at the most you know that awkward exchange of pleasantries and whatnot and then he finally got up and very business-like you know took the pants off and whatnot and sat back down on the couch beside me and the mutual hand jobs led to the mutual blow jobs and then you know check that one off the list you, right you know what i mean mm-hmm. mission accomplished your, yeah 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 totally mm-hmm. so still not exactly what i had been looking for you know it, it would have been nice to have a, I don't know. I don't know how to properly, it seemed more business transaction like than it was a, an erotic encounter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. Like it, right. Mm-hmm. Like the difference between picking up somebody. Passion. No, but it's like the difference between somebody picking up, a, like paying for a hooker or like a guy meeting a hot girl in a bar and going home and they like go at it. Right. Like there's a difference between the sex, right? Probably like it might be so yeah, transactional I'm it more. To a meal. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's the difference between maybe I was expecting, uh, you know, the steakhouse with the walk to the table and the fancy napkins and mm-hmm. the whole experience. Whereas we were stuck with the vending machine. You right. know, like the end game was the same. We ate. But uh, well, those are two drastically was, different things. So it sounds like you were a little disappointed the second time, too. Yeah, we'll say we're 0 for 2. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. we're, we're half for 2. Yeah. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, it makes you realize what you're actually looking for and what you like and don't like. You right. Know? It so, was helping you realize those things. Uh-huh. Exactly. So, but I knew it's, it needed to be done soon. You know, I was single at the time, just got out of a, a fairly long-term relationship, you know, with that high school sweetheart type of a deal. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty quick to get back on her. And within a week, boom. We got the same thing. We got the uh, the out of town traveler going to be in town. Who's about, we? Uh, but you keep saying so. we. Why aren't you saying I? 
I have no idea. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, is, that, is it a problem? No, it's not. It's interesting. I analyze everything, sorry to say, but you're saying we, and okay. it's like, you talk like you're talking. Uh, I don't know. I, I get a, I'll have a better sense of it after talking to you for an hour, but go on. So you got, you found another guy, We're right? We're going to get off topic here, but have you seen that Unabomber special on Netflix? No. Uh-uh. Why? Does he it's, say we it's too? Because they track him <laughs> oh, down. Yeah. No, it goes back and they track him down because the letter, the wording in his manifesto. Right. It had uh-huh. kind of like a, a regional dialect that he was writing in. So they yeah. tracked down his background based upon how he spoke. Yeah, yeah, totally. So now you're going to get Googling what areas use we instead of I to narrow down my location. Well, that's so funny that you just said that. You just gave me something that I would have never even thought of, that there's a dialect that uses we instead of I. I thought you had some, it was some psychological thing. That's how I stupid I am. I don't even know. <laughs> well, no, you're I'm thinking it's psychological. I don't care where you're from. This is the thing. I love the story and I love to like dig into people, but I, do I care like specific where you're from? Those things I don't care about. No, I just think it's a yeah, little bit interesting when you're talking about yourself. And but instead of saying I, you're saying we. There might be something there. I don't know. I didn't know that there's like a, a place where people live in island where they say we instead of I. So, but let's move this on. With is the, the, uh, don't tell this me. This is the I don't podcast care. diagnosis yeah. of having multiple personalities. Hey, eh? I got the straight I regular don't know. me, and there's then some, I got the bisexual there might, me. Listen, there might be some <laughs> other shit going on. I already sense it already. But let's get to the stuff that we decided we were going to talk about first. But there might be other things that come up. I can't help but notice what I notice. Okay, so go. Fair enough. Keep noticing. Yeah, I'm having a good time here. Okay, cool. So you. All right. So, anyways, as luck would have it, I have luck. Again. Again, mm-hmm. and uh, another post on Craigslist with a gentleman coming to town in a couple of months on business. Uh, it, so this time, you know, really took the time to write out the email. Mm-hmm. You know, outlined the two previous failures. Was <laughs> right. Incredibly specific on the setting I was looking for, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty much like, let's keep this as anonymous as possible. You know, I'll be more than happy to show up at the hotel and get right down to it. You know, sit on the couch. I'll come in. Let me take my time taking the pants off and really savoring the moment. You know, I don't yeah. want anything done to me. Let me just go uh, go bonkers. And sure enough, fantastic. You know, the time comes. I walk down the hallway of the hotel when the door's already open. You know, the little door bars mm-hmm. cranked open there to keep it ajar. And sure enough, sitting on the couch and walked in and right down to it and couldn't have gone any better. Oh, awesome. So you just need to be really specific. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, the, the first two failures were nullified by the success of of lucky number three. Yeah, totally. And then a part of me is thinking, you know what, I want to go out on a high note. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no point in really furthering this any further. You know, we can't get any better than the experience we had. Why relive the disappointment? It's checked off the bucket list. Everything's a-okay. Right. So here comes that long gap. You know, life goes on. You meet someone. You get married. Everything's going well. Professionally, you, you get to a new level. But as, you know, and when you say other things at hand, my wife and I couldn't have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, on all accounts and physically yeah. included, mm-hmm. you know, but we both recognize the fact that, as I said earlier, she doesn't have a dick. And at the same time, I don't have a vagina. Right. So that's recognized. We understand it. So we have that 
you know, I hate to say it. Well, this is where your we gets a little confusing to me. So she knows that you're into guys. I'm assuming because that's what you're talking. I describe it as a as a non-discussed understanding. Okay, so you Does think that make she sense knows? To you? Not really. I would like more specifics, but like you think that she kind of knows, but you don't. You've never really she told her. She knows. Oh, she knows for sure. Correct. Okay, but she knows for sure. But we don't get into the details or when it would happen. Okay, you cool. know, we both travel for uh, for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we go frequently go extended periods of time without seeing one another. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going two, three months at a time, you, we understand things are going to happen. It just needs to happen with someone who doesn't have the same genitals as us. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's got to okay. be with a woman. You've got to be with a guy. And that's what you guys have come to. Like you guys made that deal together. That, that's pretty awesome that you're, you know, you, you're able to have that with your wife. As I said, I couldn't, uh, I, I can't complain about uh, the relationship that we have. Yeah, you're lucky because it's not like you're Absolutely. living a secret life with her. I said that in the beginning, but that's not ch- true. She knows that you're with guys. She just doesn't know the specifics. You don't tell her every time and it's not right. But like she knows that that's what, that's what you're into. Like I'll put it to you this way. If I know, if she knows that, I, that I'm away for a week, mm-hmm. right? I'm out of town for the week. It, something could happen. She understands that if it does happen, it's with someone. It is with a man. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to come home and say, holy shit, you'll never guess what happened. Right, you right, know, right. I won't mm-hmm. get into the details or even say that it happened. Right. You know, and same goes. I'm not going to question her when she goes away. And and we don't ask either, which I think is even better. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, and that works for you. I think that that's great. Yeah, and the way I see it is in 20 years when we're sick of each other, we have... 30 years worth of stories that we can uh, right you could start bringing those into the table you could be like well that could just like rejuvenate your whole sex life together yeah, because exactly. it does that to people sometimes they you know people realize like these couples that have been on my show that weren't with other people and then they do it and they're like just talk, you know talking about it is like such a turn on so like yeah you could you know pull that card when you need it you guys don't even need it now because you have great sex you're allowed to kind of do what you want on the side uh, so yeah. that's like you're lucky. So anyway, so go on. So and if it fizzles out, as I said, we yeah. start reliving the, uh, you know, sharing the stories of, of days gone by. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyways, as I said, get married and whatnot. Things go on. We come to this realization. We both had some traumatic family-related issues that happened early in our relationship. So we both kind of adapted. You know, we had that conversation of we can die any day now. Yeah. You know, we can both be hit by buses on the way home. We want to go out on top. You know, yeah. we want to enjoy and do the things that we want to do now that we can do them. Mm-hmm. So we had that discussion early, you know, a couple of years into the relationship. And that's what opened up the door to that uh, that other encounter. Right. Yes. So the, the one, next well, one after. Yeah. Okay. The other encounter, meaning the you haven't spoken about it yet. It, the one you're the one with the BDS, like the one that you're going to get to that you alluded to me in the email. You're talking about. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, just talk okay, about it. So, we're, I guess we're going to go. So, but start with like how like because you said that you guys got into bondage together, right? Like that was something. Yes. Okay. So you got to start there. Uh huh. Exactly. So in that period of time that we had that discussion of, um, you know, live every day to the fullest and do the crap we want to do, that's when she expressed that interest of the uh, on the bondage side of things. Wow. You were know, you so like we, awesome? Like, was that something that you were into too, kind of? 
it started with incredible baby steps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I would be into it. I'd be silly not to be. Right. You know, but the baby steps with the hand, with the blindfold and then the handcuffs and then the full on restraints and then the, you know, the, the hot wax gets into it and the flogger and whatnot. So, right. you know, you just keep pushing it. But as I said, the baby steps, you know, made uh-huh. it taken us eight months to a year to build up to, uh, to the stage we we're at now. Right. Okay, cool. And so you, so for like eight months to a year, you guys did all these kind of baby steps and then you were doing like full on BDSM and then you went out and found that woman that. Not so much full on in the sense that we weren't in any lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened to some other callers on your show and they're going to conventions and nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, never to that level, but just enough to the point that we had the, the Tupperware bin worth of toys under the bed. Uh-huh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so no committed room, but we, and it wasn't every time, you know, maybe once or twice a week we'd uh, we'd bring it out. Right, that's cool. So you guys were like yeah. into that, and then you were having into that. So go on. Correct. So somewhere along the line, let's say a year in or so, you start researching, right? You go on the internet, you're searching up for, uh, for uh, you know, ways to spice it up and different things to do and different restraints and toys and techniques and whatnot. And it turns out there was some, some woman in town who offered a tantric massage for couples. Mm-hmm. So we decided to go for that. And that was enjoyable. Have you ever been to one of those? No, uh-uh. What goes it's down? It's worthwhile. What goes down? Oh, it's quite entertaining. I mean, it's a group bath. Yeah, all these fancy oils and salts and hypnotic music. And then it's uh, almost like a meditative hum and whatnot to get you in a relaxed state and the male version of it includes the the edging massage and prostate stimulation. Uh huh. But when you say a group, how many people are there involved in this? Oh, sorry, three of us. Okay. So, my, so the group is you, your wife, and this the woman that is starting. It's not like you're with other correct. right. It's not like you're with other couples. No, and okay, it's cool. almost like this the, the splintering off. You know, she'll focus on me for a little bit while uh, while my wife would be beside and then she'd switch over to my wife and leave me hanging you know it's it's the whole experience it was quite quite enjoyable so but what when you say she would focus on you and then focus on what is she actually doing is she like blowing you going down on your wife or is it more sort of subtle than that no no nothing uh just hand stimulation right okay cool so she you know jerk me off to right to the point of no return and then leave and switch over to uh to my wife and then you know massage her and finger her for a little bit and get her up to the point and then jump back over to me so it's that constant back and forth of up and downs and right 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 you know yeah yeah well that was our setting anyways i don't know if that's and how much did you pay for something like that a, a reasonable amount that we were comfortable paying but no, I'm just asking because people are like, is, did that cost you $200, $400, $150? Like, I mean. Yeah, that? no, over two, but under under four. So I think it was 275 or 280 or something along those okay, lines. Okay, cool. And how long did she give you for that? Like, was it like an hour of like that kind of thing? Or were you eventually, did it she eventually about, let yeah. you come? Oh, of course. Right. Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. So how long were you there so, for? 
how long was I there for? Like, I, I don't know why you feel like it. Like, a, it's almost like you're very defensive. Like, you get like defensive by no, my I'm questions. Sorry. I'm I just questioning you, like people. Like, I'm curious. Like, I'm not Kathy, trying to. I'm, I'm not, not getting defensive I'm not, whatsoever. I okay, just I'm sure not I sort of grilling you like a cop for any reason. I'm just wondering no, no, for two hundred and fifty dollars, sure. how long you get with someone like that? You because know, it's transactional. I'm just wondering, like, how long that kind of deal is. Was like it an hour or was it like two? You know what I mean? How long? An hour and a half. Okay, so an hour and a half for two seventy-five, and like, so she went back and forth, got you guys both to the point where you're about to come, and then like, then eventually she like finished you guys off. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. Listen, yeah, if you're fantastic. gonna explain to my listeners, right? Like, because you were saying, like, it's there. a good thing. Like, I, you know, we I want to get all the details. How much does it cost? Understood. How long do you get? Like, you know, that kind of shit. That stuff is interesting okay. too. Okay. Oh my god. Understood. But the, the more interesting part. We have an hour, dude. Okay. We're at twenty minutes. We could. These little details are okay. Okay. We have a plenty of time. Let's go on. Get to the good part. I didn't realize we have only been at this for twenty-five minutes. It's only twenty-four Anyways, minutes. Go on. While we were at this uh, this massage, tantric massage, hypnosis nonsense yeah there's also a great encouragement for my wife and i to share the deepest sexual desires that we would have Mm -hmm. okay yeah so that's when it was revealed about the whole mutually seeking to explore the bisexual side and discussing our past instances okay cool that was the first time so yeah, if you want to edit it down to flow better, <laughs> right? We have the, you know, we have the discussion about uh, exploring the sexuality more. She wants to explore the the BDSM side of things. After the eight months of getting there, we go to this tantric masseuse woman who, you know, kind of encourages us to share the deepest, darkest fantasies. Mm-hmm. We both reveal the bisexual side. We make the agreement to go for it. Yeah. Sorry if it was all disheveled and out of whack there. I thought, I mean, I was, I, I've been going through it for the last few days and I was more focused on the bisexual side of things than the relationship with my spouse. That's all. Yeah, yeah, But don't I understand worry. now it makes perfect sense because it all flows together. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just, yeah, to, uh, like, yeah, just let me go, like, to the way I go and just go with it. Do you know what I mean? I, you're a public yeah. speaker, so you're probably very used to having an agenda speaking a certain way. You know what I mean? It might be hard to give up, like, that talk so freely. Well, and that's where you could probably chalk up to you uh, thinking that I'm being defensive or yeah. confrontational. It's once yeah. again, it's yeah. that history of uh, of speaking to idiots all day long and yeah. making sure that you understand the question and repeating what they say to them. Yeah, and yeah. you're on. You're like not used to this position. So anyway, so just go. I'm on. not used to speaking with people who understand what I'm saying and right. are complete morons. Right, right. Don't worry about it. I'm not a, <laughs> a moron. But we, you know, listen. I'm. I listen. No, I, I, that's I'm exactly just, what I'm saying. You're not the moron. Yeah, and I'm curious. Like I said before, I'm curious by nature. So. I'm never asking because like, I don't have I never like have a agenda of what I'm going to ask or like I don't do any pre thoughts about anything like it, I literally just ask what comes up into my mind. But I think that's what people like, because I feel like if I'm thinking it, probably other people are, too. Right. So like these little things that maybe you think sound stupid and I don't want to get back in it. But like I like I think some people want to know that kind of shit, you know. So anyway, so so you get to the point where she says that you guys say we're going to go for it. Right. 
and take yeah, it from exactly. there. Exactly. We come mm-hmm. to that mutual understanding that we're going to explore it. We're not going to talk about doing it because we're both very uncomfortable discussing it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So, in the meantime, I reach out to the, uh, or sorry, the woman who performed the service, the yeah. massage service, sent yeah. an email to me mm-hmm. saying, if this is something you're serious about, you know, I may have something for you. Right. I had shared with her at the time my reluctance about, you know, meeting people that I know in the line of work I'm in. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a, I, I'm in contact with a lot of people. So yeah. I don't want the, the risk of being known is, is high. Mm hmm. So she, you know, reassured it. It's a gentleman who comes in to visit her every couple of months or so on. He has the same idea, only on the other side. He'd be willing to let me blow him. An anonymous setup, recreate the setting you had in the, uh, you know, she didn't say recreate the setting you had in the hotel, but I interpreted as this is my opportunity for me to recreate the setting I had in that hotel about seven, eight years prior. Right. Let me ask you, you this. Know, so, was she going to be, when yep. she was arranging this, was it, 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 was it common knowledge that she would be there or she wouldn't be there? She was just going to, she was like the middleman hooking you guys up together or was she going to be a part of it? She was going to be a part of it. Okay. And the reason she was going to be a part of it is that, and I'm glad you asked the question, yeah. is that the gentleman that she had arranged for this to happen with, it came into town specifically to act as her slave. Okay. So they had a, a very serious dom-sub relationship. Right, where, totally. As I said, a weekend every couple of months, he would come in and they'd commit to that lifestyle. He was the sub around the house. She was the dom for that uh, for that weekend. Right, perfect. Okay. So so this was part of his sub-duties was to serve, was to allow me to service him. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's interesting. Perfect. You would think the sub is going to have the dick in his mouth, not you blowing him, right? Because you're going to blow him, not he's not going to blow you? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, the day comes. Mm-hmm. I go over to this uh, to the woman's studio. We start off where I strip down and she starts with the uh, with the massage. How hot then, is this woman, though, by the way? is she, How old is she? Like, what does she look like? Does she have a hot body? Is she totally naked when this is all going down? I just want to paint the picture. To paint the picture of her, we're yeah. going to say late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. On the bigger side, but not so big. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. She could uh-huh. lose 30 pounds, but uh-huh. it's not a deal breaker type of a deal. Uh-huh. Uh, dressed completely in black from head to toe, black, I'm assuming spandex plant, pants, black shirt of some kind, uh, long sleeves, mm-hmm. black and everything. Yeah. Uh, long black hair tied back in a ponytail, red lipstick, like the whole picture, that whole serious, this woman's in charge type of a deal. Right. Totally. But when she's like fooling around, like when she was doing that stuff with you and your wife, does she get naked at all or does she keep her clothes on? Same deal. Keeps them on. Okay. Same deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The exception being in, in the tub beforehand. There's kind of the, uh, the the bath beforehand with the three of us. Yeah. Naked in that, but then came out and got uh, and got in a black house coat type thing. Right. Right. Okay. Cool. So yeah. she arranges this thing with this guy. Now you don't tell your wife, right? Because you have this don't ask, no. don't tell situation, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. And keep in mind. Also crucial to the story here is that this woman knows about my wife and I's bondage play and the the role play that we're into. Yeah, yeah. So she knows that I can, you know, lean a little on the submissive side as well. Mm -hmm. Hence the dick sucking. Right, right, right. 
Right. Yeah, because to me that's so, more sub, right? But yet you're right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was okay with the setup. She understood how it wanted to be done, how I wanted to take my time, you know, how I wanted to uh, not be rushed through it, how I wanted to put all the focus on him. Mm-hmm. At, at the same time, being the type of woman that she is and in the line of work she is, she kind of reserved the right to add her own little twist to it if if need be. Right. She wanted, of course, right. yeah. Yeah, she didn't want it to be that exact recreation of something, but to generate a whole new experience mm-hmm. influenced by the original setting. Right. She, but she kind knows, of modernized. Yeah, she knows what you fucking like. Why give you the same thing? Why not give you something even better, right? She's got all the information. Well, listen, she, right? she had an hour or so of listening yeah. you know, to my wife and I's darkest uh you know, what we've done and what mm-hmm. we are looking to do. So you can trust so that she's going to know what you, you're going to, like, she's going to give you a good time. We could argue that she knows me better sexually than my wife would at the time. Right. You, you know, or just as good. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's going in there with, uh, with the ace up her sleeve for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my email to you cut off saying, you know, this is the story that you're that you'd be looking for. Right, and like what we goes got down. The, the build up to it yeah. and what led to it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's the nerves racked up to high. You know, it's something that you've been looking forward to doing. Mm-hmm. We're we're dealing with seven eight years worth of anticipation. Yeah. So you know, as I said, the day comes. I'm stretched out on the table she's doing the uh the massage the hand job you know building me up and so on and then the door knocks Mm -hmm. so the twist that she added to it was that instead of me going to him he was coming here right you know he was coming over exclusively for me to blow him right so the woman had me get up put on the blindfolds, which was the the extra step I wasn't anticipating. Mm-hmm. You know, we keep it incredibly anonymous if we can't see each other. Yeah, yeah, totally. But kind of had that blindfold on just enough that if I looked up, I couldn't make eye contact, but I still had a view of his dick in front of me. Right, okay, that's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but kind of more up over the eyebrows than it was over the, over the eyes. Right. So I uh-huh. still had a view. Yeah. And then got me off the table, knelt me down, and there he was, you know, standing right in front. I had a perfect view of the the belt buckle and the bulge in the jeans. And her twist to it was she was going to tell me what to do. Right. So before I even had the time to react, it was the instruction, you know, undo the belt, you know, pop off the first button, Mm -hmm. undo the zipper, pull them down. You know, and then it was the, you know, watch it, the bulge grow. So, you know, you're sitting here kneeling naked and you got some rather dominant woman who's holding your head in place, forcing you to look at a guy's dick grow under his, uh, under his boxes. Right. Fantastic. You know, you, you, she built on that anticipation that she already knew I was having. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe me, I expressed it to her via emails how much I was looking forward to it. And, you know, it was the 10 minutes of the slow taking your time, undoing it and really enjoying it. Right. 
you know, so she instructed the whole way through, finally had me take him, take his cock out. And, you know, at first it was give it a kiss and then it was give it a lick and a suck. And it was constant, the, the constant discussions of what to do and when to do it and how to do it. And, you know, the positive reinforcement of you're doing it right and, you know, offering the tips. It was, it was excellent. Right. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better experience. Right. And you were, like you said, in your life and like with your wife, right? Because you got into BDSM with her. You were typically the sub and your wife was the dom, I'm assuming, because you said you were mostly more of a no. submissive. Or you no? know what? I would, I'd say it's the opposite. I say I was mostly, and it's the same deal. I get being the dominant out of the relationship with my wife. Oh, you know, okay. I'm mm-hmm. 80% of the time the dominant one at home you know, she might, uh, she may dominate, as I said, maybe 20% of the time. So it kind of filled that void too. You know, ideally it would be great if it was 50, 50. Right. Because you did want to be both. I mean, I wonder, like, I don't know how it, I don't know that I've asked this to my other BDSM people. Like do some people switch roles? I thought typically like if someone's a sub, they're like really a sub that they don't want to be the dom sometimes. But I know that in their real life, like, they like to switch sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? If at work, they're like, you know, the fucking heads of companies and stuff. A lot of times they like to meet, be when it comes down to the sex part of it. You know, they want to be the sub, right? But with your wife, when you were doing, like, the BDSM with her, you were typically the dom with her. But in this situation with the guys, you want you wanted to be the submissive. Correct. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And you would like both roles. You like to do both. With your wife, you like to be more dark. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. All right. So she's like totally yeah. teasing you. She's making this experience like she's topping your other experience that you thought you could never top. <laughs> oh, definitely. Right, that's good. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, fantastic. So I'd say the whole event maybe lasted for... God, over an hour, maybe uh-huh. 80 minutes. Okay. And you paid for this, right? So like, I mean, this was another charge session. Like, this was like a session with her, right? Yes and no. So, no, yeah. No, yeah. We'll, we'll say, <laughs> Did you pay? Does yes, pay? For, yes for her, but it wasn't anything additional. Right. You know, no. It was yes you, for her time. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't anything additional for uh, for the gentleman to participate. Yeah. No. He probably paid for her time too, so she probably got double pay. Like that was good. For, that was a good. Yeah. Good for her. Hookup for her. Yeah. For sure. She listen. Absolutely. She's a working woman, right? This is her job. So, I was just wondering. Got to get it somehow. Yeah. So I was just. So I'm thinking. <laughs> I was figuring. Yeah. She would. He would pay, and you would pay. So you paid, right? She spent about 80 yeah. minutes of all. Like, what did you do in that time? Like you said, like you built up to the blow job. Is that all you did? Like you just blew him? Like did you do it more than once, or like what was going down and all that time? Because that's a long time. I'm assuming he came right, fast, so or did say... she make you? Did she make you stop blowing him so that he couldn't come and do that whole thing? Yes. Okay. So. If we want to really break it down, I'd say the first 20 minutes, it was just me and her, mm-hmm. you know, the discussion and the pre build up or so on. I'd say the next easily 10, if not 15 minutes was the, you know, the, the teasing, the undressing and whatnot. Yeah. And then I'd say it was a good five minutes worth of continuing to blowing him while standing, <clears throat> pardon me, while standing up. And then we eventually moved over to, uh, you know, we moved over to the bed. 
we moved over to uh to the couch we got into the different positions and so on and he finished maybe an hour or sorry 40 minutes after he arrived he uh-huh. may have finished and then another 20 minutes of just me and her right, right. okay cool so just you and her uh-huh. what did you do with her oh she finished me off Oh, oh, right, 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 because you're just doing everything with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she finished the, the, the hand job on me. And now, did you want anything as far as, like, for him to blow you or anything like that, or was that off the table, or nope. that wasn't a part of what you were interested in? I can get blown at home. Right, okay. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing I need to, to outsource. So you were happy with her uh, doing it for you? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, cool. So that was the end of that experience. Is that the last time you've been with a guy? No, there's been one other since. Uh And that one that I, that I described to you may have been about three years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, and the woman who organized it, she's since gotten out of the business, if you will, she's relocated to, uh, to another town. So it's not even an option to, uh, to attempt anything with her. Did you no. ever attempt after that, or that was just like after that it was like so good oh, that no, you didn't sure. want to, You did? Yes. No, we discussed it again to, uh, to, to you know, if ever the option was there to uh, to repeat it. Okay, and just it never came but up But it again. was based upon the availability of the other fellow coming into town. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, and his willingness to participate. Right. So, unfortunately, nothing panned out. Uh-huh. But, you know, a few years go by, you get the itch again. So maybe back in April of this year, we'll say. Yeah. There was something else with the uh, same deal. Someone who came in from out of town, you know, we discussed it for a few weeks before. It was the same deal. Zero experience. You Wait, know, but never how did you meet this before. person? Because it wasn't through that woman, right? Oh, Were you on Craigslist? Okay. So before Craigslist, Craigslist ended. Again, yeah. Yeah, okay, because, you know, there's yeah. no more Craigslist anymore. That was probably, you guys probably got your last hookup before they took all that shit off, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. So you met a guy yep. on Craigslist yep. in April. And then, same thing. It was the, uh, you know, you're, you're starting to get the MO that I have. I'm looking for the tourists or the, yeah. Yeah, the business travelers who mm-hmm. are, you know, the, the, just into the anonymous. And it was the same thing, you know, we... Uh, made the arrangements we met on the street beforehand and went up to the room and <clears throat> kept it quick and dark and anonymous and limited it to hand jobs, unfortunately, but he actually performed on me mm-hmm. hand jobbing only. Right. Okay, cool. So that was the first time ever been touched by a man. And I mean, it, yeah, it is what it is. It didn't do anything for me. It didn't, but you, so what, what was the point of that? Like, did you do anything to him? You, Cause you said he, did. oh, I, yes, I jerked him off as well. Oh, okay. And that did something to you. You like, you preferred that part of it. How it was you, his I mean, idea to keep it to hand jobs, knowing that it was his first time and had never done anything like this. So of course the rules were, you know, I'm sitting on it on the other side of the fence now, you know, going from the guy seeking out and being the young and experienced to hitting the age where I have no real choice but to go for someone my age or younger. Right. Okay. So he limited it to hand jobs and it, it was fun, you know, had a good time. I don't 
jerk my wife off at home. So it was, uh, you know, I got something out of it that way. But you prefer blowjobs. I don't jobs, think it's anything. Is what you're Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. Right. Okay, cool. For sure. Mm-hmm. And it's the same deal. I don't need to be, uh, I don't need to be pleasured. Well, yeah, I hear that a lot from people. Like, so what... So when you you don't need to be pleasure, but like so, what is the experience for you? Is it because it gives you like like thoughts that you could think about later and jerk off to them? So like you know what I mean? Like if you don't come, like what's the point? It's like you know what I mean. If we want to use that food reference again, to me it's like going to a restaurant when you're really hungry, ordering like the best looking fucking steak you've ever seen in your life. If that's what you're into, that's what I'm into, right? But not eating yep. it. And then you go home and I don't know. And then maybe you make a steak at home. Like, what is the, like, what do you, what's the point of having this you sort bring, of experience if you don't come? You bring the steak home with you and you eat it in bed. There you go. That was a good. That you was, know, that's okay. the answer. So you that's take it, for. right. So it's really like you want to take it home and when you're by yourself, like you want like that, what you just did was like the hottest thing. And then you, you, you sort of live on that in your jerking off scenarios. Right. And I'm sure it lasts you yeah, a long exactly. time, not just for that night. You probably eat that steak for the next two weeks. Right. Cause here's the thing after, after any guy finishes any after any guy comes, there's that moment of regret. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you think, fuck that. We're so depraved. Uh-huh. I'd rather have that regret when I'm in bed and ready to sleep it off then on the oh my god i forgot yes i forgot you know what i mean no yes i forgot that's exactly what this other guy taught me one day it was like this guy that would go into this dominatrix and he would like be there for two hours getting like beat and everything and i'd be like why didn't you come like doesn't make sense (laughs) but i remember him specifically kind of yelling at me he's like no kathy you need to listen like this is what it is like i don't want to like come and be in a fucking dungeon and be like where the fuck am i he's like i want you know what i mean like and i was like oh my god that totally makes sense yeah because you go from like after you come you go for it's like being completely drunk and out of your mind to being completely sober right like in an instant so the last thing you want to do is be like like you said like in that reality that makes so much sense it's the same thing and Kathy let me ask you this question and if it's too personal you don't need to answer Yeah. but I'm sure there's been days in your life where you've just blown someone and got nothing else out of it yeah I just did that recently yeah just because he wanted it yeah for sure why'd you do it for him Yeah, it's the same thing. Maybe there's some deep-seated psychological daddy issue where you need to please a man. I don't know. No, I was doing a favor for a friend. Like, it was a friend. I mean, it was someone I've fucked a million times before, and he really needed a blowjob. Like, I'll give you a blowjob. Like, what's the big deal? And so, yeah, I just gave him a blowjob because he wanted one. There was no deep-seated anything. Yeah. You know, yeah, happens just, all the time. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, I'm sure that's like how married people are, right? There's plenty of times you you don't want to have sex with the other person, but you just do it because the other person wants to or whatever. But I think when you're hooking yeah. up, but in your situation, I think it's a little different. But like, I have heard it before, and it makes sense that like you are very turned on by what is going on, right? You just don't orgasm there. It's not like not like nothing's happening to you. Like this this whole scenario is doing it for you. You just go home and complete the scenario when you're back yeah, at your place. There you go. Right? I mean it's very different than me blowing my friend for a favor. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know where you were going with that. I mean like um 
I was just asking because sometimes like I'm like, why wouldn't you do why would you do something if you're not going to come? But I forgot about that whole thing that you just described that someone else told me that makes total sense that like you don't want to feel that depraved. Like, what the fuck did I just do? So you take it home and you let go there and then everything is all good. And and maybe another thing for me anyways, is the whole anticipation. You know, there's uh, every event it's co it's coincided with, you know, folks coming in from out of town, the two, three weeks, maybe a month or two of email exchanges, you know, discussing what you want to do and how you want to do it, uh-huh. you know, knowing that the day coming, I think builds into it as well. Yeah, for sure. So what is it that you don't want to like let it end? So like you taking it home makes it last even a little bit longer? Yeah, possibly. I think part of the whole savoring is easy reminiscence. Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's easier to remember something you focused on as opposed to remembering something that you were shit face loaded in and rushed through quickly. You right, know? right, right. You just want it. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So that was your last experience like in April. So you you don't really see it's not like you have a lot of guys behind your wife's backs, right? Like I mean you've only been no, not at all. with twice and you never fool around with women, right? Like at all. Nope. And your sex nope. life with her is really great. And it doesn't seem like, I mean, do you do a lot of like, I don't know, because it doesn't like you've really been with like, I would say five guys, right? And it's only blow jobs or hand jobs, right? Have you ever had any desire yep. to get like, uh, be a top, be a bottom or have it go any farther than that? Nope. No. Nope. And so is it dicks in your mouth that you like? Like, do you, have you ever heard the guy on my podcast that's Trey that just likes to give like 10,000 blowjobs with people? <laughs> he gives like, you know, he has yeah. blowjob events like where he, he just loves dicks in his mouth, like and he drinking. Do you swallow, by the way? <laughs> I haven't. No, you never have. No. OK, but you get you give blowjobs and then you just you don't swallow. You know, as embarrassing as it is to sound, none of them have ever finished in my mouth. It's always been the last minute pull out and uh, and then you they jerk would them finish. Oh, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Well, the first the first gentleman, it, where he finished it himself, right? As did the second, for that matter. I don't count. Do you the, think maybe you're bad at blowjobs? No, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. I don't even care if I am. I'm you not don't? looking for validation. Well, then you definitely. I can give the worst blowjob okay. in the world. I don't care. Well, that then you definitely are bad at a blowjob. You know why I'm so good at a blowjob? Because I care about being good at a blowjob. You should absolutely care about turning that care. person on more than anything that is the I essence 100% of a good blow- you just said i don't fucking care about giving a blow, blow job no wrong okay. what i said was i, can't wait I don't to care to this shit back okay yeah no I, per- I i have the enthusiasm i like to think i'm doing a good job but uh-huh. if they replied back to me and said you gave the worst blow job ever you know if there's a follow-up email all these years later and they said yeah sucks it's not going to change it wouldn't the, make the you go, experience that I had. Okay, I'm different. Like, I'm motivated by insults. Like, I feel like I, I want to make a t-shirt that says it. Like, I really am. Like, if someone told me I gave the worst blowjob, and maybe someone did when I was younger, I don't know. But, like, I would be so motivated yeah. to figure out 
how like I want to give good blow. Oh, so be, like I would want to yeah, know would, how to improve. Like you would want to know because you'd want to do a better job, right? Like you'd want you want to give someone the best fucking blow job. Like people think I give like the best blow jobs do. ever. Right? That's like what you want to do, right? Like so I think if someone told you that I'm just making a joke about like I think maybe you got offended that like maybe you're not giving good blowjobs because nobody's coming in your mouth. They're jerking themselves off. Like what's the what the fuck? Like you know what I mean? Like are you jerking them off while yeah, you're blowing them? With, are you using your hand and your mouth at the same time, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. You now, get you, mind, you have a dick, so you know what a good blowjob feels like. So how could you give a bad blowjob? I like blow to job? think I'm doing a good job. Yeah. To be honest with you, I like to think I am. Okay. Um, I have <laughs> always assumed that the reason that that's the route that they took is because when we would discuss it beforehand, saying how there's limited experience. Yeah. It, you know, it's kind of a dick move to jam your dick down someone's throat and finish without, you know, them authorizing it beforehand. Mm-hmm. So knowing that we were both respectful and never really discussed it first, that's the, the reason I'm assuming. I could be wrong and I could be terrible. But as I said, if I get that negative feedback all of these years later, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to be phased by it. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I'm blowing someone tomorrow and they say, God, you suck, do it this way. I'll right. take their advice. I'll do it the way they recommend. Absolutely. I'm there to make them uh, to make them happy. Yeah. Don't you want to just drive them crazy to the point where they can't like yeah, just like that sure. lady, like like just like just like what that lady did to you. And I'm sure people like it's like, you know, sort of bring you like get a guy like so ready to come and then stop and then start go slowly again. And then, you know, like you can oh, make fantastic. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, so would you swallow if someone were to come in your mouth? You know, I think I would. And mm-hmm. the reason being, I've never done it. Yeah. Let's see what it's all about. Yeah, you need to swallow. I mean, that's a part of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I think. But but it's not like, listen, when you said you didn't swallow, because I'm always like, what do people do if they don't swallow? Like, you, it, they come in your mouth, then you run to the bathroom and, like, spit it out in the toilet bowl or something. I don't know, you know, because I've always swallowed. But, mm-hmm. like, with you, it's like you, it's not like you didn't, you didn't spit. You just didn't swallow because you didn't have the chance, right? And it's not like you've given a lot of blowjobs, right? Because the, la- the guy in the, with the girl, right, you didn't blow him, right? He just, oh, no, you did blow him. You blew him, right? He didn't yes. blow you. And he, she didn't let him come in your mouth? What the fuck? Like, what? She was micromanaging that whole situation. Where did she make him come? Uh, you see, you forgot something. He's the full-time slave to her. Right. Why should he be getting pleasure? So she didn't let him come? Correct. What a bitch. What a torture. Who wants to be a son? Like, who wants to be that person in the scenario? So he was it, not allowed it, to it come? It happens. Well, no, maybe he was taking no. the stake home too. That's the stake home too situation, right? Like he was into whatever he's into. It's hot, right? Being denied, and that's probably what gets him well, off later, it. right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like a BDSM person, so I don't really know. This is why I have all these questions because I, I, you know, and sometimes it's hard to follow when there's kind of like two subs in the room, right? Because you got that no, was of course that you guys were like sort of double, and she was like the one really orchestrating the whole thing. She was the dom, right? Definitely, right? Yeah. So she didn't let him come. So in that situation, you didn't have time. So. You know, it's not like you've given tons of blowjobs and no one's ever come. You haven't. It's not like you've given that many. Exactly. Right. Where will you find yeah, your mean, new your next person from? <laughs> well, the good news is the last one mm-hmm. who uh, who who I met up in in April is coming back to town. 
in November, I believe, or December, somewhere uh-huh. down the road. Uh-huh. So we still have each other's, e- we haven't communicated since, mm-hmm. but we have each other's email addresses and we know that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens when they return to town. Right. When they return. So there's a prospect. You, you and your pronouns. When they return, when he returns, <laughs> you're like they and we instead of I and him. So oh, you're going to be Googling up a storm then because <laughs> no, that's 100% I'm... normal where I'm at. It is? Oh, yeah, no. Like I said, oh, I'm sure. so dumb. I wouldn't even know that has to do with like dialect because I don't even like practically know what dialect means. But like I won't be Googling. Don't worry. But oh, so... no, like I know, in New, I know in, uh, in New York State, they always say online instead of in line. What do you, you know, mean? they're waiting online. Yeah. Like if you're waiting, uh, yeah. Online. Everywhere else in the world that you're waiting in line, but you get to New York State and for some silly reason. It's you're like online. online. Yeah. And it couldn't be more irritating than to be in line, but you're right. It's wrong. <laughs> but I yeah, think it, for sure. but I'm sorry. Anywhere, any place, I don't know where it is. I'm not going to Google because I could give a shit where the, the place is. I just think it's very wrong to say they are coming back when it's one person. They is plural. He, like, he, it, this is a, right? Or is it not plural? They could be, like, singular, like they. You're, like, you're talking about one person. When you're talking about yourself, you're saying we. You, you should say yeah. I, right? I Listen, I am, like, grammatically, like, almost like I'm in fourth grade education. I'm like, my, I have friends that make so much fun of me. And the fact that I have a podcast and I'm kind of not so great at grammar is a problem. So people are probably like, I'm so wrong right now. I don't know. And like I said, because I... Yeah, they probably are. Because back <laughs> to that whole public speaking thing, if I go and assume that someone's a he or a she, yeah. and, and they identify as something else, I'm fucked. No, that's so not, not what we're fucking... Stop it. That's not what we're talking about. You're saying... No, when you were talking it, about it, yourself, stop. This is not the you're ta- you're making a, a wrong argument. We were taught you were talking about yourself, and you use. were saying we instead of I. I know because you're talking like you're keeping things impersonal, right? But me and you yeah. we're talking personal, so it's you, it's I, it's him. He's it's coming back. Yeah, no, I know it's interesting. People do need to know that you're a public speaker. I'm going to change your voice. No one's going to know who the fuck you are, but that's what you do. So you do have that way, right? Because I don't think regular people talk like that. But so this guy. He is coming back in November. Now, do you think that he'll be into more than like a hand job this time? Because like, you know, maybe he will feel more comfortable. Well, that's the thing. You know, it would ultimately depend on on his willingness to do more. Right. You know, if it's going to be a recreation of, uh, you know, let's lay down and jerk each other off. I, I, I would not be interested. Right, right. I hear you. Right. Yeah. I, t- I take that hard pass. Now, at the same time, I'm not there to pressure anyone into doing something they're not uncomfortable with. Of course, but right. But maybe I, he'll I'm be more comfortable. Hoping, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, that's he, what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I'm hoping that he has a, a period of exploration between uh, when we met a couple of months back to when we could possibly meet again down the road. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I want yeah, you to like, a, swallow and then come back on and talk about it. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely you'll be like we swallowed and we had a great time no i'm just joking oh it was excellent it was excellent yeah i want to say and you know and yeah see like maybe he'll hopefully he'll be interested i mean do you have like the itch again because you do it like because you go a long time in between people a lot of times right like is it the type of thing where <laughs> yeah you're, like, I'm like a, a camel you know i can bank it up for a while right and then you just then but, you really want to and 
but it's ultimately dependent on that on that perfect situation. Right. You know, I have the fear of running into the person. I have the fear of being married and in a relationship. You know, I don't want to go out there and catch anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not like I'm going to go to the bars and pick someone up when I'm on the road on business. You know, right. admittedly, with Craigslist going offline, it's definitely a negative, but there's more than enough alternatives out there to find someone if you're really looking. Yeah, totally, of course, than just meeting somebody randomly in a bar. Yeah, you could still find people. Somebody emailed me recently, I forget what they said, but they said, oh, there's this other hookup site that's kind of like the new Craigslist where all the same people are going, you know. So there'll be other places to find people. But the good news is you still have that guy's email. So, you know, and I, I mean, who would just be into hand job? Like, most likely he'll want to blow a job, like hopefully, you know, in November when he comes back. But if not, you'll find somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, it's not like uh, there won't be any opportunities down the road. You know, as I said, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. Right. And you're like the camel and you could go a long time until that happens. And I mean, you have like it pretty good because like you have sort of an, an open pass, a free pass, right, to do it whenever you want. You travel for your job. Your wife is cool. You have great sex with her. So it's not like you're sexually like frustrated, you know. Um, no, not at all. Right. Yeah. So you're living the good life. We're doing our best. Yeah, we. <laughs> sorry, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get off. All right. Well, I'm glad that you're doing your best. And, but like, keep me posted on what goes on. I want to know. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want I want to update when you give your first blowjob where you swallow. (laughs) Is that cool? I'll keep you posted for sure. Okay. And I'll keep you posted when I air this and wait till you listen back. I think it's going to be very interesting when you listen back so you could hear some of the things like differently. Maybe you'll hear it differently. Maybe. And listen, I, whenever I edit it, because I'm going to go in and edit, I listen to the whole thing over again. Maybe I'll hear things differently. That has happened to me too. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Because we've had a couple of arguments, not arguments, you know what I mean? But funny things where I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're like, you said that, you know, like, so I'm curious. I personally think what I remember is that, and I think you'll listen and be like, oh, I see. Like, I was totally wrong. I thought she meant that, you know, or maybe I'll th- see that. I don't know, but. It'll be interesting to listen back. Very time will tell, eh? For both of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, Eric, thanks for calling in and uh, keep me posted when you hook up with that guy again. And thanks so much for the stories. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye now. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.